Hi, this is El Cross. Thank you for listening to BKDK Bedtime Stories. If you want me to read any of my stories in a podcast episode, let me know by sending me a message in my Curious Cat or in my Retro Spring. You can also comment on my Twitter post or on the thread that you like. Happy listening and may you always believe in the love between Izuku and Katsuki. Episode 4 Mage Izuku and his wolf Katchan. Here is something soft and something magical between the mage Izuku and his wolf Katchan. Izuku and Katsuki live in a small hut. It's not the typical hut that you think it is. According to some history magic books, it has been described that Izuku's hut looks more like a bird. When you look at it from a distance, it looks like a small hut with a triangular roof. The windows on the second floor have orange flowers hanging on gardening pots. But the whole thing stands in what looks like the legs of a giant bird. But of course, you probably won't see this in your lifetime, for it is hidden in the middle of a thick enchanted forest. No one without a high level of magic can ever track it, because once the hut senses that it's being tracked, it will get on its giant bird feet and jump into a different space. On sunny days, the mage Izuku takes his magic staff. He puts on his hat with different flowers, and then he heads out to forage. He looks for mushrooms, healing herbs, berries, vegetables, and the occasional fairy dust, which is very useful to always have in their inventory. As Izuku inspects the vibrant green leaves of the blueberries, they're as vibrant green as his eyes. His wolf Katsuki hovers close to him. A tall wolf ear attentively listens to Izuku's soft voice, as Izuku loves to make small conversations with the plants. Contrary to popular belief, plants do talk, and they love to gossip a lot. Meanwhile, Katsuki's other ear is always on guard. He listens for any sound in case someone approaches them. You see, they both try to stay away from the rest of the world, especially from those humans. But Izuku is just too soft and far too kind for humans who do not even understand magical beings like them. Meanwhile, Katsuki is adamant that humans are not worthy of Izuku's healing magic, nor are they worthy of even a mere second of their time. Katsuki has worked hard to build them a notorious reputation, even though it's not true, of course. He said that, the witch that lives in the forest eats the hearts of humans astray in the darkness, you know, and all that crap, so that people will stay away from their forest. But whenever innocent children get lost and they accidentally stray away from the path, Izuku always finds them and he gives them shelter. He cooks them a hot meal and he lets them play with his wolf Kachan next to their cozy fireplace. And when the children are done playing, Katsuki's fur will always be very well-groomed when he gets up. Then he finds his fur tail braided with an assortment of colorful ribbons. The children giggle and Katsuki nuzzles up to them, making them laugh even more. Now, don't get him wrong, Katsuki still hates humans. But if this makes his Izuku happy, then for that alone, the inconvenience is worth it. Now they're sitting under an oak tree. It's just right before sunset. It's going to rain soon, Kachan, Izuku tells him, 
as he gently strokes Kachan's head. This massive wolf's body is curled around Izuku, protectively, as they're lying under their favorite oak tree. They stay there as the golden sun slowly disappears on the horizon, and then the sky gradually changes its hue. Izuku uses that as his cue to unroll his enchanted bag, and he takes out some of Kachan's clothes from it. When the sun completely goes down, a bright glow emits from Kachan's fur. And when it disappears, Kachan stretches out into his human form. He wriggles his toes and he takes a deep breath, the kind that fills up your whole being. He inhales the fresh spring air into his lungs. Transforming into his human body is like getting dipped in a warm bath. He feels the warmth and the love of Izuku's magic running in his veins. They have been friends forever, for as long as they can remember. But Gatsuki has been too brazen in one of their adventures that he ended up getting cursed by an evil warlock. The curse transformed him into the beast that he feared the most. Katsuki was horrified, inconsolable at first. He ran away as fast as his feet could take him, but Izuku was much faster. From then on, the young mage Izuku stayed with him and promised him that he will help break the curse. So they traveled together to places that were not even charted yet, and they searched for a way, any means to undo the curse bestowed on Katsuki. Eventually, Izuku managed to find many variations of the healing spell, the spell that will undo it, and he taught himself all of it in order to find the one that would fit Gatsuki best. It gained him a lot of knowledge, but at the cost of almost losing his arms. In the end, Izuku has ugly scars all over his arms and body, but everything was all worth it to have Kachan's humanity on the other half of the day. He can live with that. Good evening, Kachan. Izuku slowly climbs onto his lap. His scarred, yet soft hands press themselves on the curve of Katsuki's jaws, and he kisses his lips. Impatient little mage, I don't even have clothes on yet. Katsuki grins in the middle of their kiss, but he wraps his arms around Izuku's back and waist anyway and he pulls him close until his chest is warm from Izuku's own body heat. Izuku cards his fingers in his blonde hair, and Katsuki's eyes flutter close at the mesmerizing sensation. When the first drops of rain hit the dry ground, Izuku starts giggling and he gives Katsuki his clothes. He hastily puts them on and they make a sprint towards their chicken hut. But as soon as their door closes, Katsuki is all over his little mage again. His big hands hold him under his thighs, and he lifts him up and takes him to their bed. He missed his nerdy mage throughout the whole day. Even if they were together, he just couldn't kiss Izuku like this, and he couldn't touch Izuku like this. Now that he's human again, they'll make use of these precious night hours. Especially now that spring is coming, and the hours of daylight would stretch longer every day. Hmm, maybe they should move to the southern hemisphere. Izuku would love to travel anyway. 
but that story is for another day. Thank you so much for listening. So I wrote this thread as a birthday gift for one of my friends um, that I met in the fandom. Her name is Purple Rain. Um, I always liked the idea of uh, Mage Izuku and a familiar Kachan. And they would be isolated somewhere in an enchanted forest. Anything fantasy related or magical um, is like my jam. I always like uh, writing it and imagining a world where they have the peace that they deserve um, and the happiness that they deserve. If you have any more ideas, uh, fantasy or magic related, just let me know. I always enjoy writing it. Um, please drop it on my Curious Cat or in my Retro Spring. And then let's see if I will be able to write it. I usually would if it's just a short thread. Um, yeah. Anyway, have a good weekend, everybody. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Bye!